verses 31 through 35. Today we will be practicing Lecto, Lectio Divina, which is Latin for divine reading. This is a traditional monastic practice of scriptural reading, meditation, and prayer intended to promote communion with God and to increase the knowledge of God's power. I will read the scripture three times in different versions of the Bible. Feel free to sit back and listen for the words or phrases that catch your attention. When we had gone out, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also, also glorify him in himself, and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, Where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new command, commandment, that you love one another, just as I have loved you. You also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. NSRV. When Judas was gone, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man receives his glory, and God receives glory through him. If God receives glory through him, then God will give glory to the Son through himself, and God will give him glory quickly. Jesus said, My children, I will be with you only a little longer. You will look for me and what I told the Jews. I tell you now, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new command. Love each other. You must love each other as I have loved you. All people will know that you are my followers if you love each other. New Century Version. When he had left, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man is seen for who he is, and God seen for who he is in him. The moment God is seen in him, God's glory will be on display and glorifying him. He himself is glorified. Glory all around. Children, I am with you for only a short time longer. You are not to look high and low for me, but just as I told the Jews, I am telling you, where I go, you are not able to come. Let me give you a new command. Love one another in the same way I loved you. You love one another. This is how everyone will recognize that you are my disciples when they see the love you have for each other. The message. Word of God for the people of God. Good morning. I have to have my prop because other people in this place have props. Looking good. Good morning. I'm glad to be with you again. It's another day of celebrations. I'm glad you showed up to the senior class of 2019. The youth bringing their crosses forward for the cross ceremony. And to the children and youth moving forward in prom on Promotion Sunday, congratulations. Would you join me in prayer? Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So some of you know me and some of you don't. I love baseball. I learned to love it whenever our son, John Weldon, which I thought he was here. Oh, there he is. 
<laughs> out, out where I usually sit, y'all. That's funny. He began playing whenever he was about five years old. He played through his freshman year in high school, and yes, he was good. I loved it even more when our daughter, Brooke, began playing softball. She played through the eighth grade, and yes, she was good. Then, they both broke my heart. Both of them, the athletes that they were, because at the Taylor House, we played all the sports. And they decided they liked tennis more. But John and I continued watching baseball. We did go to tennis too, y'all, so don't think that we just said <laughs> But we kept watching baseball. Um, and, and we especially watched the Astros. We went to Brazos Wood Bucks baseball games to watch the youth from our church play. John and John Weldon actually even uh, did a season of Babe Ruth baseball with Graydon. That was fun. John uh, worked uh, in Little League on the board and on Babe Ruth on the board. And then I've got to get this right because he made me say it like four times last night. So now John Taylor is the East Texas State District 4 Commissioner for Babe Ruth Baseball. Y'all may go ask him what that means and what he has to do with that. So yes, we love baseball. We watched both Craig Biggio and uh, Jeff Bagwell in their induction ceremonies two years apart in Cooperstown, New York. We've gone to many baseball games. We've gone to playoff games. We've gone to World Series games. I got pictures. I should have given y'all pictures, but we have pictures. After Jeff Bagwell's uh, induction, we decided to take a trip and drove to Boston to watch the Red Sox play the Indians. And it was a good game with some awesome plays. So yes, I'm a baseball fan. Some call me a superman, super fan. Some call me a little bit over the top, okay? But I've learned to see life through the lens of baseball. So before y'all get all worried, yes, I'm in seminary. I also see the, through, through life through um, the scriptures and the Wesleyan tradition. So you had to figure at some point, I was going to bring a message about God and baseball. And yes, that's today. <laughs> so remember in the 90s and in the 2000s, there were several movies about kids and sports. Well, whenever I was praying and thinking about um, today, the lectionary text reminded me of a movie. It's called Hardball with Keanu Reeves. And so I'm gonna let Jake show uh, a little clip of that for you. Andre, Ray Ray. What's up, coach? Why don't you bring everybody in? Hey, I want you guys to take a good look at yourselves today. Feel proud. We made it here. We're here. What I've learned from you is that really one of the most important things in life is showing up. I'm blown away by your ability to show up through everything that's, that's gone on. The league never wanted you to play this game, but you showed up. But uh, we only have eight players, so we can't play. 
Wood, my brother. He loved to watch us play. Watching this right now. We gonna play today. showed up. All of you showed up this morning, probably for a variety of reasons. Maybe to celebrate a child or a youth. Maybe you didn't want to miss Peter's last Bible study. Maybe you wanted to be with a gro your grow group or small group. Maybe you wanted to hear the gospel in music or through word. Or maybe you came here because this is where you come every Sunday. Whatever reason that you're here, God has something for you because you showed up. Graydon read the scripture this morning using a practice of scriptural reading called Lectio Divina. One reads the scriptures, taking time to hear the words and phrases that give space for meditation and prayer. So it's not just reading the scriptures for Bible study, so to speak, but a time for you to absorb, ingest, take in the living word. So if we go back to the very beginning to get a little context of John, Jesus knows that his hour has come to depart and go back to the Father. How does Jesus respond? He shows up. You see, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. He knows that God has given all things into his hands and that he has come from God and going back to God. How does he respond? He shows up. He shows up by getting up from the table, taking off his robe, assuming the role of a servant and washing the disciples' stinky, dirty feet. Jesus knows also who is about to betray him. And he's disturbed by this. But how does he respond? He announces that the imminent betrayal, this imminent betrayal to his disciples, and then stops and feeds and washes that same betrayer's feet. He stays the course. He keeps showing up. It is at this dark moment that our text begins for today. When he, meaning Judas, had gone out, Jesus said, now wait a second, so let's think for a minute. What would you say? I can tell you what I could say, probably not in this space, but I'll tell you what Jesus said. Jesus said that he, was, he would stay focused on his mission. He prepared his disciples for what was to come. He speaks of being glorified and glorifying God. He tells his disciples in tender words that he's not going to be with them very much longer and that where he's going, 
they can't come. He focuses on the need for the disciples to live in community, to love one another as he loved them. This new commandment that you love one another as I have loved you, in order to do that, what do we have to do? We have to show up. I had the blessing of teaching and being with Katie, Lane, Graydon, Andy, and Scott for confirmation. The 2019 class was the last class that I had the blessing to be with, and I remember it well. I'm not gonna share everything, but it was fun. They were committed, they were inquisitive, and they stayed the course the whole nine months. They showed up, and I too was blown away. I have watched them go through LJI, Brazoswood, I've watched them in the band, on the baseball field, in golf, and here at church. I know sometimes that they encounter difficulty, but they also encountered successes. I think it might be because they didn't give up. They showed up. Now, if y'all can't tell who my favorite baseball player is, I will show you. It's Craig Biggio. He was selected by the Astros in the first round of the 1987 draft. He showed up. He got called to the bigs in the middle of 1988 as a catcher. But during spring training in 1992, they decided they wanted to extend his baseball career, and so they moved him to second base. <clears throat> he had six weeks to learn that. He kept showing up. In 2004, he was moved to center field after the Astros acquired Jeff Kent. I won't tell you how I felt about that. We can talk about it afterwards. <laughs> but he could have quit. He could have asked to be traded, but he kept showing up. You see, he had been struggling with an injury of his MCL and his ACL in 2000, and the rehab had just taken a lot longer. That same year, he was moved to left field whenever they acquired Carlos Beltran. I didn't feel so bad about that, but yeah, there was still an issue. Uh, but he still kept showing up. In 2005, they moved Craig back to second base, and he had one of his best years ever. 26 home runs, 1,000 RBIs. He had a big year. And that year, the Astros also made it to the World Series. They had made it to the big dance. Not so much, it didn't come out as well as we had hoped. Um, we lost out to the, the Chicago White Sox. But on June 28, 2007, Craig Biggio became the 27th player in the history of Major League Baseball to join the 3,000 hit club. Now, I can go on and on about Craig Biggio. I can tell you his golden gloves and all that other stuff, but that's not the point. The point is he kept showing up, no matter what went on. Jesus demonstrates his love for the same disciples who will fail him miserably. Jesus washes and feeds Judas, who will betray him. Jesus also takes P 
Peter who will deny him and restores him. And he also takes the rest of the disciples that will fail to stand by him in one of his greatest hours of distress. The love that Jesus demonstrates is certainly not based on the merit of recipients. Do y'all hear that? The love that Jesus demonstrates is certainly not based on the merit of recipients. We disciples of Jesus have continually fallen short in our love for one another as well as our love for those outside of our community of faith. We've allowed petty arguments, theological disagreements, and perceived ethical dilemmas to stop us from showing up. Even when we disagree, we don't like the music, we want to sing the communion responses, we wonder why Rhonda can't have the Bible study that I want. For the love of God, we don't like the color of the carpet that somebody chose. How about having a conversation? You know, like stretching just a little bit, thinking the best of one another and those we meet. And how about trusting one another? Chapelwood, you are good people. You are people with the heart of God. You're also faithful people. Keep showing up every day. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.